Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And once again, good morning and welcome to what is today a very special edition of the SCL Mortgage Show right here on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. As always, I'm Sandy Clough alongside Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage. And Larry, we have a guest today with whom I'm guessing you're fairly familiar. <laughs> I am, Sandy. I, I happen to know this person sitting next to me. Good morning, by the way. It's, it's good to be here. I thought this would be... This would be really interesting. A great experience for our guest. And, um, you know, he happens to know something about the mortgage business, uh, living <laughs> living in the same household as his parents. So he hears that stuff over and over and over. So, yeah, Jackson, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me here. I'm very excited to be here. Well, uh, we wanted to do this for a good long time. But we wanted to do this, Larry, uh, and I think we both agreed on this. We wanted to do this with Jackson when he was available to come here and join us in the studio. Right, and exactly. And we've now been able to open up sufficiently so that not only are you and I allowed to be in the same studio <laughs> together, and that's been true for several weeks, but we can bring in guests now into the studio as we once did. And it's been over a year since we've had the ability to do this kind of show with Jackson, and we're thrilled to have him uh, with us uh, today. Uh, what put the uh, idea in your mind? Um, you know, when when they um, uh, Stacy and Nancy told me we could once again, right? actually I think it was Sean, yeah. um, told us that we could once again have a guest in here, so I, my brain started, started working, and, and uh, I don't know if I I told you, but I have guests lined up for several weeks after I this. Heard so, that you do. Yeah, that's a great thing. It's it's really really good. It's almost like old times again. So, yeah. so uh, Jackson uh, graduated um, from uh, college just recently. And I thought, before he starts his job, what a great experience to come on the radio, because not everybody gets to do this. And fortunately for me, you and I have been doing it for some time. And so, I, one, I thought it would be a great experience. And two, he knows something about the mortgage business, so we can we can tie the two together very easily, I think. Well, uh, if I didn't tell you, I uh, should have. As long as Jackson's not after my job, uh, <laughs> it is more, more, more than mine. Although, <laughs> yes, uh, you could be part of this, too. My friend, uh, uh, we can find out, of course, a little bit more about Jackson Jager, uh, recently graduated, as your father uh, mentioned, from yeah. Baylor University. Big year at Baylor, at least on the it basketball was. court it was. So uh, a wonderful time for you to be uh, spending your final months at Baylor University. Congratulations on that. Thank what you. did you study? Where did you go to high school? Yeah, you obviously did your research, so I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I graduated. Baylor University, as you said, uh, this year, yeah, what a blessing it was, you know, to have the national championship for the men's basketball team, and it was super cool uh, to do that. I studied business management and entrepreneurship, and I got a minor in leadership studies. Uh, for high school, I went to Valor Christian High School, which is in Highlands Ranch, as many yes. of you know. 
Um, I did student government there for three years. Got to be the student body president and did speech and debate as well as tennis. So definitely well involved. And it really set me up to then attend Baylor um, in 2017 to now. So it's been what what a ride it's been, really. Very impressed. You're a tennis player. Yeah, I, like yeah, that. I knew Sandy was uh, going to yes, pick that. Uh, up. I was uh, a <laughs> tennis enthusiast. Apparently, uh, you, you're a good deal ahead of me. Uh, I'm sure a much better player than I was at uh, your age. But uh, I'll tell you what: prestigious schools, uh, wonderful instruction. I assume terrific professors at both Valor and Baylor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whether it be Valor or Baylor, tremendous teachers, professors. They, they're professors at that time for me, but in reality, they're mentors for life. Um, I can go to them at any time and connect with them and just get advice from them because they really developed like who I am today and my values and my morals. And yeah, what a, what a blessing it was at Baylor and at Valor. Larry's told me that you were a part of a business leadership organization in college. Tell us about that because as you uh, ran down – uh, the list of uh, things that mm-hmm. uh, you had experienced and accomplished, uh, that leadership term <laughs> jumped out at, at me as bearing uh, a real resemblance to what your father uh, <laughs> preaches on this show all the time, uh, yeah. that in the mortgage industry and in so many industries, leadership skills are crucial and they're also sometimes hard to find. Yeah, I mean, with that, with the major in management, entrepreneurship, and leadership minor and studies, like you definitely see a correlation of of leadership in there, and those are my passions. And being a part of that business leadership organization, it was called Christian Business Leaders CBL for short. Um, it was a true blessing. Like right when I stepped foot on Baylor's campus and saw CBL, I knew right away that I wanted to be involved and be involved in a big way as the president uh, for two years. Fortunately, and. So just to give some background about that organization, CBL, it really strives to serve the Waco community, which is Waco, Texas, where Baylor's at, and the business school and all of Baylor's population, really, and not only like Baylor, but also our members within the organization. We just wanted to show that your values, your principles you live off of can be uh, transferred into the business world really well after college and like I said, I was president for two years, and now being an alumni from Baylor and an alumni from CBL, it's it's a great mm-hmm. feeling just seeing the you know the future president, the next president, the next exec team take over. It's really cool for me to see that. And you get a chance to mentor, yeah. I assume, yeah, uh, people in the fashion that you were mentored by your predecessors. Yeah. Yeah. I got I I'm still in contact with all of the former presidents. I'd always get advice from them. And I'm hoping to do the same thing for the upcoming team. So we've got two presidents in here. <laughs> today. I didn't Surrounded think about by presidents. But I, I, I'm sure and we'll get into this a little more deeply later that uh, the the values that your father has has put forth uh, both uh, on the personal and professional level had an impact uh, oh, yeah. on you and, and, and pushed you in the direction, made you curious about mm-hmm. what goes into leadership and what core values can pretty much universally apply to any business. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've been grown up, basically growing up with uh, entrepreneurship and just owning your own business in the family. Sure. So <laughs> it's definitely yeah. a really cool experience for me to see that firsthand. 
Well, he's um, he's sort of like me in in many ways, Sandy. I'm a, I as you know, I gravitate to motivational quotes and, yes. and success stories and and stuff like that. And and Jackson mentioned to me that um, one thing he'll never forget is that I'm always having these quotes. Like you know, the only time money comes before work is in the dictionary, Jackson. If if you if you want to do it, you got to earn it. If you want to enjoy the success, you got to make it happen. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a great feeling. Well, we mentioned uh, that you had the chance to watch uh, your uh, Baylor Bears win the National Basketball Championship this year. Now, I'm a Kansas fan, Ooh. and the only thing that went right really for Kansas this year was beating Baylor, but Baylor was not Baylor at the time. That They'd come off the COVID layoff, and they weren't really themselves. And I told Larry this story, and we talked about it on the air. The minute I saw them play one half <laughs> in their first game in the NCAA tournament, I said, they're back. Uh, they're, oh, yeah. they're the same team that uh, was going to have the chance to play Gonzaga actually during the regular season, mm-hmm. and for COVID-related reasons, the game was uh, canceled and not rescheduled. But, of course, they met uh, in the championship game. But uh, I imagine you could learn a lot from watching that team about leadership and about the coach who took over a program yeah. when it was immersed in scandal and couldn't have been further down, might have been the worst uh of all Division One programs in the early 2000s when uh, Coach Drew came in and yeah. and took over and pledged in his initial press conference that we will be national champions someday mm-hmm. and had this year the chance to fulfill that pledge. Yeah, what a cool experience. And Scott Drew, Coach Scott Drew, is amazing. I mean, even as a student, I've seen the impact yeah. he's made not only on the players, but really on the entire community. It was really it was the coolest feeling was that when we won the championship, you know, I got to see all of Baylor's students unite, like whether that be in the parade or just at the game. Um, I got to watch the game at the football stadium, which was fun. But it was just really cool to see the unity and the family that just immersed Baylor's atmosphere right when we won that uh, championship. So it was really cool to see. Well, we're going to talk a lot more in the coming minutes with uh, Jackson Jager and uh, I don't know that we will exactly put Jackson to the test here, but <laughs> I'm assuming that Jackson is uh, fairly knowledgeable about the fundamental precepts of SCL Mortgage. So we'll have you, Larry, and Jackson providing uh, perspectives okay. on things like, oh... What do we never talk about around here? Oh, yeah, interest rates. We never talk about interest rates. So maybe we'll uh, get him started on interest rates, uh, a subject, of course, in all seriousness, that we typically discuss every week on this show. And we'll continue to talk about it next as this special edition of the SEL Mortgage Show continues on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, and son Jackson are on hand today for this uh, live in-studio 
session of the uh, SCO Mortgage Show, our weekly program that airs Saturday mornings between 7 and 8. Orlando Franklin and Larry combine on Sunday mornings between 7.30 and 8 with uh, yet a second edition of the SCO Mortgage Show on a weekly basis right here on The Fan. Uh, The phone number, again, for SCO Mortgage, I say again, I don't think we've mentioned it yet. Uh, That's my doing, and... We will remedy that right here, 303-790-2222. Easy number to remember, 303-790-2222. And myspecialmortgage.com is uh, the website. Uh, Jackson, I'm guessing you have some idea that on this program we regularly talk about interest rates. I've heard. So that we can inform uh, (laughs) listeners what's happening with mortgage interest rates. So, uh, uh, Larry... uh, what do you have to say to uh, Jackson, who is a young man who's moving into his postgraduate life, about uh, the relevance of interest rates for a young man or a young woman, really anybody of any age at this point, is paying attention to interest rates? We certainly do on a weekly basis. What's the latest? Well, Sandy, it's nothing but good news. Interest rates have actually come down a little from where they were over the past uh, three to four weeks. You know, we t- I think we talked last week where they had they had spiked up a little, but then they came back down, and now they're down even a little more. Not to the very lowest, but very, very close. Very close. So it is an incredibly good time for, for all of our listeners, everybody out there, to take advantage of this. And, and whether you're a first-time buyer, a second time buyer, whether you want to refinance or whether you want to purchase, it's just, it's a great, great time. There's, there's lots of challenges right now in the purchase world because there just is not very much inventory. So it's, it's a bit of a struggle there, but you, you will never find a better time to buy in terms of interest rates, in terms of payment, which means you can buy more house today than you could have a year or two ago. So um, nothing but good news, Sandy. Interest rates are good, and um, we hope that they're going to stick around for a little while. So everybody, everybody can take advantage of them. And, of course, for those who, for whatever reason, have not yet taken advantage, uh, the sooner the better. (laughs) Don't procrastinate. Uh, We say it all the time. Uh, We've been lucky as interest rates did go up earlier in the year. They're now coming down, but you've always said they can go up a lot faster than they come down. So uh, take advantage of these low interest rates. What we decided during the break, uh, and I guess we're putting Jackson on the spot a little bit, but in a a different (laughs) way, because Jackson, uh, you've indicated that you might have some questions of your own for your father. Go ahead and ask away. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So you mentioned first-time buyer, uh, what you just talked about. So as you know, I'm a first-time buyer potentially out of college. How'd you pick up on that? (laughs) So my question is really like a two-part question. As a first-time buyer out of college with a job, one, why should I buy rather than rent? And two, uh, why should I be using SEL Mortgage? 
Well, um, I would say I hope you use SCL Mortgage, given, <laughs> given our relationship. You better use SCL Mortgage. <laughs> Sandy will escort you out of the studio if we don't. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, great great questions, Jackson. And, and I would say that, um, you know, fresh out of college with a good job and should you be a renter, should you be a buyer, I'm always a proponent of buying. Now, yes, prices are high and they continue to climb, but why not be the buyer and make your own mortgage payment as opposed to being a, a tenant and then you pay your rent, which is really paying your landlord's mortgage. So I would rather see you or anybody who's thinking about buying, buy your own house, buy your own condo, buy your own townhouse, whatever whatever suits your needs or your, your family's needs, whatever the case may be. But, you know, rents are very expensive, too. I mean, you could easily spend $1,500, 2000 $2,500 a month on rent. And given where interest rates are, that mortgage payment is going to be very similar to where rents are. So, and then, oh, by the way, you get the interest write-off on your on your income taxes. The all the appreciation that's going on right now goes onto your personal balance sheet, and it's just a really really good time. And why should you use your parents' mortgage company? Well, <laughs> aside, aside from the obvious reasons. We have a down payment assistance loan program. Uh, you don't have to be a first-time buyer. It's a really, really cool program. It's actually, we don't call it a down payment loan program. We call it down payment assistance because you don't have to pay it back. After five years, it's completely forgivable. So <clears throat> lots and lots of good reasons. One, to be a buyer, and two, to bring your business to SCL Mortgage. Yeah, I mean that that's great. It's, you're saying it's more of a long-term investment even though mm. prices may be high, long-term investment rather than paying someone else's mortgage, which is no investment at all to yourself. Exactly right. Exactly right. So, you know, everybody says, "Well, what happens if if prices or values come down?" Well, I say, you know, that that has happened once in in the 33 years I've been doing <laughs> that. It's only once. <laughs> and you know what? Prices came, values came roaring back. So, and you got to live somewhere. So, why not live in your own house? And and then, if you want two or three dogs, you can do that. If you want to make some changes to the house, you can do that. You typically can't do that if you're in your landlord's house. So, it is an investment in in your future, in your future financial household, your financial house, if you will. So, and a really, really good investment. I mean, I think it's still the American dream where everybody wants to own their own home. And then eventually they want to get that mortgage paid off. So you're mortgage free when you're, when you're coming close to retirement or whatever the case. And, and maybe you find that you like real estate and you want to be a real estate investor. And can you imagine, Sandy, if you and I had bought five houses three years ago, Oh, my goodness, we'd have a mountain of equities there. <laughs> sure would. Yeah, Absolutely. we would. So it's um, it's just a really good time, Jackson. That's great. That's great. Sandy, I hope you don't mind me asking some more questions. Absolutely. <laughs> Fire away. Um, so what kind of paperwork would you ask mm -hmm. of me since I'm newly employed, and what kind of other questions would you ask of me? Oh, very good question. You sound like a wannabe first-time buyer. So, <laughs> um, so here's the deal um, with somebody recently out of school or somebody recently with a new job. We only need to have 30 days' worth of pay stubs. So as long as you've been on your job for 30 days, we have the, that requirement of 30 days' worth of pay stubs. Then 
Of course, we're going to ask you for some personal information, name, address, social, date of birth, that sort of thing, which I already know. But <laughs> any, 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 that question would apply to, to anybody because then we're going to uh, pull your credit report, which is a, in our world, it's a tri-merge of all three credit bureaus. We see your credit scores. I, I know for a fact you have very good credit, so I'm not worried about that. But we're going to ask you for a copy of your um, bank statements, maybe checking, savings any investments if you have that. And then we're going to pre-approve you for a purchase price of X, a loan amount of X, and a payment that you are comfortable with. So there will be questions. There will be a lot of questions. But that's how we understand what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish. And then, of course, you ask away. And first-time buyers typically have a lot of questions, which is just fine. Definitely. Thank you for that. Um, Sure. Another one I have is, as you know, we were driving here today. We heard an ad on the radio for what sounded like really good interest rates. Um, I'm curious. I assume SCL Mortgage can offer people those same rates. Yeah, we we did hear that. And um, there's a story behind that, Jackson. Yes, we can offer those rates. Um, I I would like for people to call us if they hear something on the radio that they don't understand or it doesn't make sense or maybe it sounds too good to be true. There is some of that out there right now. And and I, I just caution people just because you hear something that sounds crazy low, make two phone calls. And, and hopefully one of those is to SCL. And we're going to explain to you what it is that's being advertised, which you may not understand because, you know, if you're not in the mortgage business, so you may not know. So the answer to your question is, if it sounds too good to be true, then make a couple <laughs> phone calls. And if it is sound too good to be true, it probably yeah. is too good to be true. And um, yeah, we do have very good interest rates. I, I will say ours are as good as anybody out there. We don't lose loans because of interest rates or closing costs. So good questions. Thank you. Thank you. I have one more for you. Oh, okay. Um, So I know you and Sandy have been doing this show for four years and two months almost. Yep. So I got to ask, what the heck do you guys talk about all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, I'll tell you, so Jackson asks better questions than I do. (laughs) I I don't know if I can answer this. What do we talk about all the time? But we, we, in all seriousness, we have been surprised because that was actually a question that we wondered about. Both of us did when we started in April of uh, 2017 uh, with this program. And um, we've managed to find uh, uh, enough questions coming oftentimes from customers. Right, right. From listeners who have uh, provided some impetus for a lot of our conversation over the last several years. They they have. We have some, some, I want to say, I think we've educated and informed our listening audience, Sandy and and Jackson, to a point where hopefully I'm, I know for a fact that they're they're more educated in the mortgage business than when we started the show, and I can see that by the emails that we get. I mean, they ask really, really good questions. So you know, it's the fastest hour in in history when we come in here. That hour goes so by so fast, and and there's always always plenty of things to talk about, and uh, and you know. Sandy drives the train. He makes it super easy for me to be a passenger here, and it works really, really well. Well, great questions from Jackson. And when we come back, we'll get to a regular feature that we enjoy a great deal. It's 
Customer emails coming next. 303-790-2222, the number for SCO Mortgage, myspecialmortgage.com, and we'll continue with customer emails next. All right, Jackson, uh, you get to uh, sit this one out for a few (laughs) moments, but uh, perhaps correct your father if he's uh, giving out some information that isn't (laughs) quite right when it comes to uh, customer emails, and uh, uh, maybe we can give Jackson a crack at uh, answering some of these questions too, but uh, we proceed. And, of course, uh, we also remind people uh, during this segment that uh, we're not done at 8 a.m. on Saturdays anymore for the past several months. There has been an additional edition of the SCO Mortgage Show. You and Orlando Franklin on Sunday mornings between 7.30 and 8. Yes, uh, this show has seen a lot of success for um, for us, Sandy, and, and I think it's been really good for our customers. So we decided to add to it and try to catch the Sunday morning crowd. So we do that, and that show has, um, has been greatly, wildly successful as well. Orlando is doing a really good job, and it's it's fun to get together on Sundays as well. So, um, yes, we have emails and lots oh, of them, so I'll, go. I'll just jump right in. So we got an email from Roy who said, I am self-employed. My wife is employed as a nurse. We have, oh, lots of equity in their home, good assets. Oh, this is interesting, Sandy. He says, yet it seems that the self-employed situation throws us out of most programs. Interested Uh. in talking about your (laughs) options. That's a fascinating observation at the end. Yes. Throws us out of most programs. Yeah, he's obviously. Good way of putting it. Obviously been turned down, probably hasn't, uh, has, has not gotten his loan approved yet. So thank you, uh, Roy, for being a listener and thanks for sending in that question. So we're going to be able to help you out with our bank statement loan program for self-employed people where we don't even need to see your tax returns. We're going to look at your bank statements and get you, uh, get you pre-approved or approved and qualified that way. Okay. So we got an email from Jeff who said he gives us his phone number. I wanted to see about getting pre-approved for some financing for a mountain piece of property. Mm. Our credit scores are good. I've been self-employed for most of my life. Oh, wow. My my wife is on a salary, and she makes more than I do. (laughs) Well, that's okay, Jeff. I know all about that. It's coming into the same household, so it's all good. Uh, So can we get approved for a loan? Looking forward to hearing from you. And I've heard your show repeatedly on 104.3. Well, thank you for being a listener, uh, Jeff. We appreciate it. And yes, I I should have mentioned it. The same or the previous email. Uh, the gentleman in the house is self-employed, and his wife is employed as a nurse. So your wife is employed. So we can use her W two, her pay stub, and and the bank statements for you, and combine that income and get you both qualified. And we still don't need to see your tax return. So that that's the beauty of that program. We we can take advantage of all the income that's coming into the household, and still get you uh, approved for a mortgage. So. Okay, so let's see. John emailed and said, My wife and I are looking to buy a home in the next two to three months. We collectively have purchased our home 10 plus years ago. We have assets and are there lending options available with a down payment for folks who have credit scores in the 800s? So what do you think, Jackson? They've got down payment. They've got 800-plus FICO scores. They have money, and they want to buy a house. Think we can help them? 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> I like that 800 FICO score, too. Yeah, that makes yeah. it, uh, you know, that's, that's, there's three things that we always look at. We look at FICO scores, we look at down payment, and we look at income to debt ratios. So with an 800 plus FICO, you're as good as good can be. And, and with a down payment and using your bank statements, I'm guessing that we're going to see enough income to get the income to debt ratio uh, percentage that we're looking for. So once again, thank you for a list. Thank you for listening and for the email, John. Okay, uh, Todd emailed and said, can I please speak to someone about refinancing options for my home? Oh, goodness, here's another self-employed person. Self-employed for over two years, have tax returns, but due to COVID, um, there's not as much income as there used to be. Sure. So that makes that makes sense. I mean, a lot of people went through some tough times. Uh, for any number of reasons, but the world was kind of on hold and and maybe whatever your self-employed uh, business is, you, you weren't as busy as you wanted to be or weren't as busy as before. So maybe the, the income dropped a little bit. But the formula that we have for bank statement loans is is pretty generous and we're able to capture a significant amount of those deposits that go into your bank account. So I'm sure you've talked to a loan officer by now, Todd. So looking forward to uh, seeing you on the closed loan report. Um, Jackson, this is a question that uh, would be very similar to you, I think. Um, Sue said, do student loans have any effect on the ability to purchase a home? So, Great question. That is a great question. And here's the Here's the the answer behind that question, Sue. Yes, student loans do have an effect when we are calculating your income to debt ratios. So many times if you're newly out of school, you have a job, but your your student loans may be in deferment or they don't have a payment associated with it on the credit report. So per guidelines, we apply a payment to it, usually one half of a percent. So let's say, as an example, you've got $50,000 worth of student loans. 1% would be $500 a year. We take a half a percent, 250 a year, divide that. So it's like 20 bucks a month, not, not a whole bunch. So great question. Does have an effect, but not a, not a real big effect. Um, <clears throat> okay, so Blake has emailed us and said, we are seeking complete debt consolidation. HELOC payoff, lower interest rate, lower mortgage payment. We owe this much. Our mortgage payment is our mortgage interest rate is currently at four and a quarter. Well, goodness, we are way, way less than that right now, um, Blake. So I'm, I'm glad you didn't wait any longer. Interest rates are much better than that right now. We're going to be in the low single digits and be able to save you some money each and every month. So, okay. Um, let's see. We have an email from Chad. Chad said, we are business owners and have begun to look at new homes with a construction builder. I heard your ad on 104.3 The Fan and thought it might be best to discuss the options SCL provides before going through the traditional builder lender. Oh, he brings up a bunch of good points, Sandy and Jackson, because typically large home builders have their own mortgage companies, and they, of course, want you to use their mortgage company. But I don't know a builder's mortgage company out there that has 
has a bank statement loan program. So, yeah, you probably have to get pre-approved with them so they know they can go under contract with you to buy their house. But then you want to call SCL Mortgage, or in this case, you emailed us. Thank you very much. And we're going to be able to get you into that house with our bank statement loan program. Lots of self-employed people out there, Sandy. Um, Okay, Uh, I have an email from Ginger who said, my husband has, my goodness, we have a lot of self-employed people this week. My husband has his own business and we have been denied by others on a Mm -hmm. refi on a home we have owned and lived in for 14 years with plenty of equity. (laughs) Please help me. Goodness, Isn't that preposterous? When you really think about it. But, yeah. of course, you have the solution. You know, I, I promise you I did not cherry pick these leads. I just – somebody printed them off and gave them to me, and I, I – these are reading for the first time. So it, I do find it interesting. Um, we have been offering this program since the inception of the company over five years ago. So it has met with a lot of success for us, but more importantly, success for our customers. And I could give you example after example after example of people are so grateful that they can now get financing. So do we have more time, Sandy? We have time for one more. Time for one more. Okay. So uh, this is from Chris who said, I just received your flyer in the mail, and I have heard you on the radio. And, of course, the first line grabbed my attention. I'm a real estate agent and would like to get my clients in front of you for your DPA assistance program, down payment assistance. Mm-hmm. So what a great way to to help your clients that, that want to buy a house but may not have all the down payment or the money for closing costs. We can help them with that with our down payment assistance program. So thank you for the email, Chris. And thank you for all the emails to Roy, Jeff, John, Todd, Sue, Blake, Chad, Ginger, and Chris for this week. 303-790-2222, the number for SCL Mortgage, myspecialmortgage.com. And again, we remind people, these are all fresh emails. Yes, <laughs> came yes. in within the last seven days since we were last on the air a week ago. Well, we're going to talk more about refinancing when we come back, and uh, Jackson will rejoin us. Sandy Clough, Larry Jager, the SCL Mortgage Show on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. And as we uh, wrap up this special edition of the SCL Mortgage Show, Jackson Jager, Larry's son, has been our guest today, and it's a thrill not only to be able to have Jackson and Larry on the program, but to have him here in studio uh, with us at the same time. And uh, It sounds as if uh, our message continues to be the same regarding refinancing. We had an email question about uh, refinancing uh, that uh, (laughs) I found hard to believe that uh, you're refinancing the same home you lived in for 14 years. You've got income. You've got credit. You're qualifying on all fronts, and yet you can't get financing. Uh, in, in terms of a refinance, they won't do a deal with you. Obviously, SCL will. And the question comes up again, how good a time is this for a refinance? Well, it's it's an absolute 
great time, Sandy. And and before I finish answering that question, it just popped into my head that um, I had a phone call with a, a doctor a friend of mine, and and I told him, well, I didn't tell him, but I want to give him a shout out because he told me that he gets up on Saturday mornings and the first thing he does is turn on the fan, and he th- he said, oh, that's my patient Larry talking to Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Dr. Moaning, if you're out there, um, it's thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that that comment and the and the listenership and uh, for all the good stuff you and National Jewish are doing for me. I, I appreciate it very much. So yes, it is a very good time to refi, Sandy, because interest rates are so low and there's all the. I mean, all the right, it's like a perfect storm for homeowners right now. Over the past several years, they've gotten all this appreciation. So they've got a lot of equity in their homes. So you can pull some of that equity out. You can pay off debt. You can pay off any consumer debt you may have. Maybe you want to buy that mountain piece of property like one of our emailers uh, mentioned earlier, and <clears throat> either way, you're going to save money. Uh, in most cases, Sandy, people can pull out some equity, pay off some debt, and still have a lower monthly payment than what they have now. So absolute great time for people. How about purchasing a home? And um, we don't like to do a lot of crystal ball gazing uh, on this program, but uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you if you have any idea how much longer this market is going to continue to be as hot as it is right now. You know, I because I'm curious about the answer to that, I talk to a lot of people in our industry. I talk to a lot of seasoned uh, real estate agents. I, I read a lot of um, interesting articles in our industry. And believe it or not, people are forecasting that we're going to see continued appreciation in the housing market through 2021 and likely well into 2022. Was the figure you cited a week or two back 12%? That's right. On an annual basis, twelve percent. Yes, yes. It's unbelievable. Oh, I, I, I could sit here, Sandy, and tell you story after story after story about. Um, we have a couple folks in our office that want to buy homes, and I, I, my heart goes out to them because it's so. They're they're very well approved, very well qualified, and they they're this particular um, guy from our office is trying to buy a house in Parker. The listing price was five hundred. Their offer was five seventy, and they didn't get the house. So it's just I know it's a, it's a it's a it's very challenging out there. But I said to him, Jonathan, you just got to keep trying, buddy. Just yeah. keep just keep looking, just keep trying, and and sooner or later it's going to happen. So yeah, it, it's prices are going up, but it's a good time. So just think about if you didn't try, you're sitting on the sidelines. And that house just got fifty or seventy thousand dollars worth of additional equity in it. So that's something that could go in your pocket as opposed to somebody else's. So I think it's a good time to buy. Want to bring Jackson uh, back in? And you mentioned earlier in the program thinking about buying a house. At least I think you are. I understand SCO Mortgage is a pretty good down payment assistance program. We talk a lot about it. Uh, if you uh, need that, but uh, where are you in that? process right now yeah just I mean, fresh out of school oh yeah fresh out of school new job um and everything my dad's been saying you know and we've even been talking about this how low interest rates are so that's definitely uh, catches my eye with potentially purchasing so 
yeah, I'm definitely considering it. And something I've been considering more and more is purchasing a townhome. I mean, two of my biggest priorities right now are having privacy as well as affordable pricing. Um, and after you talking about how you know buying something is more of a long-term investment, I think right. that's an amazing opportunity. So yes, I am considering it for sure. Well, uh, I know my son uh, coming out of college uh, ended up uh, getting a house. He shared that with a roommate and uh, was uh, was thrilled. Uh, you know, there's something about home ownership uh, that makes you feel a little bit different. Larry, right. I always remember uh, uh, really a number of guests, but one in particular we had on who talked about driving into her garage uh. for about the first week or two and every day thinking – I'm driving into my own home. Yeah. Rochelle. I think yeah. that was her name. That's and, right. and in That's fact, right. we need to have her uh, back we on the radio. Get her back. She was she, an she awesome was guest. A terrific guest. And uh, uh, just the way she expressed that. Yeah. Uh, we could see it. Obviously, that was during a time when we uh, were able to have guests live here with us in the studio. And uh, the expression on her face and the tone and the pride with which right. uh, she spoke, uh, Do you remember unforgettable, what she, unforgettable. Yeah, remember what she said? She said, every time I drive home after work, I push the garage door button, yep, exactly. and I'm so thankful SCL got me into this house. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, yes. it was a great yes. story. And, uh, you know, she had been through the ringer, I think, as I remember, a little bit. Yes, I mean, it wasn't yes. uh, an immediate success story, but all... All the more thrilling for her uh, once she hooked up with SCO Mortgage and uh, got what she had dreamed of getting. All right, we got about three or four minutes left. And Larry, you mentioned earlier you had a mortgage football comparison you wanted to make. Talk about it for our listeners, if you could. Okay, absolutely. So I'm going to put it out to you and Jackson, um, my comparison, and you can poke holes in it, or Sandy, you're, you're the expert here. Well, Jackson can do that. <laughs> well, maybe it's going to be really easy. I'm not I, sure. I'm but... the nice guy here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard, I heard you talking earlier this week on your show from 9 to noon. You were talking about Noah Fant and his position yeah. on, on the football team as a tight end. Right. And you know, I think last year was his rookie year. So coming yeah, out of, two years ago, last two, year was his second. Yeah, well, okay, right. that's right. He, and, and we were talking he, he about the improvement from year one to year two, and maybe it wasn't as great. Yeah, as some had hoped. Yeah. So there, there. You mentioned things about it that <clears throat> I hadn't really thought about, and then I always try to, you know, put that into how do I compare that to the mortgage world, right? Because our listeners are they're sports fans, so I think that makes it for kind of interesting. So, you know, being a tight end is is not just running out and catching a pass <laughs> in the flat. You got to know how to block. You got to know how to do a whole bunch of different things. So I thought, okay, how does that compare to our loan officers? And then I thought, our loan officers, not only do they have to know all of our loan programs, what's going on with interest rates, but they have to apply that to what our caller, what our customer is looking to accomplish. So maybe our customer wants to do X number of things, but our loan officer has to understand their particular situation and then say, hey, did you know, did you think about this? Had you considered doing this? So a loan officer's job is not 
like no offense job is not to go out in the flat and catch a pass. A loan officer's job is to, one, be able to offer options to that person. Maybe you should think about doing this. Maybe we should do that. So that's their job to look at all the options. And, um, yeah, I don't know if that's a uh, super good comparison, but I think no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's in there, right? So, I think it works. Uh, I think it works. And uh, it's all about, Jackson, we'll close with uh, you getting the final word on this. Uh, <laughs> it's all about communication. Yep. Yeah, Whether you're talking sure. about leadership or uh, talking about work in almost any industry, it's all about communication and being able to connect with people and offer them options. Yeah. If you're in the kind of business that your father is in, uh, really most any kind of business, uh, you want your customers to yeah. be able to connect with you. And you can only do that by communicating. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've learned not only through like my experiences, but just seeing my parents, you know, communication <laughs> is one of the biggest things. And that's really how you create a bond, whether that be uh, an employee with another employee or a loan officer with a potential customer or anything like that. Uh, communication is a huge part in building trust. Building trust and, and keeping that customer for life. You're yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. Jackson Jagger, Larry Jagger, it's been a pleasure. First time experience for us. We hope to do this uh, once again, twice again, several more times in the years uh, ahead, months ahead, weeks ahead, days ahead. And uh, we've enjoyed it today. It's been a pleasure to have you both thank here you, in the studio with us at yeah, thank uh, you the very same much. time. Thanks, Jackson. It was a pleasure to meet you. And we will be back next week. Yes, more guests alongside uh, yours truly and Larry Jager on the SCL Mortgage Show right here on Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 -0716.